The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business on News Talk. We are joined by Brian Burke, our gardening expert. He is RTE Super Garden Judge and Woody's DIY and Garden Expert. How are you, Brian? Good, Anton. How are you? Good. The survival of a rose in a gravel garden. Is now a good time to move it and will it live? Well, yeah. I mean, now is a reasonably good time to move it. I mean, I would I would prefer to see any major kind of structural work, move relocation of plants, major pruning, wait a little bit further till we're a bit further into dormancy. The reason being... It's been incredibly mild. Now, I know it's starting to get cold at night, like last night. Last night was chilly. We got a bit of frost. And as a general principle, any major relocation, structural work with plants is better done when we're deeper into dormancy. So if you can hold off, leave it a couple of weeks until we're maybe mid-December, something like that, till you're sure the plant is shut down, Move, move away then. Move and is that up, what happens when it gets cold enough they, they literally shut themselves down? Yeah, exactly. They'll lose, anything deciduous will lose its leaves. leaves it'll stop photosynthesizing. It'll shut down. And everything, every, everything structural or surgical or major operational change can be done when the plant is asleep. It's like hibernation, you know? Well, that goes to the next question then. Is it okay to cut back cherry trees and beech hedging at this time of the year? Yeah, I mean, you would, you would get away with it. If you wanted to head out there this afternoon and do a bit of pruning and cut them back, you would get away with it. But like I said for the previous issue there, I would, I would be inclined to wait a little bit further till we get deeper into that cold season, till you're sure the plant is kind of operationally shut down. It's safer to do so. I mean, beech hedging, it, it, it's beech, cherry, anything that needs shaping or cutting back or pruning or just curtailing, fruit trees included. Deep into dormancy, perfect time to do them. So if you can wait a couple of weeks, do it. What about the other question in that then for the the shifting of the rose bush? A gravel garden, is that a good spot for a rose? Gravel garden, yeah. Well, I mean, gravel garden, the the thing about gravel gardens is you... It, they're, they're low maintenance, so so the the logic underlying a gravel garden is that there's no hard edges, there's no they're very easy to manage. No there's lawn no mowing. Lawn, there's no lawn mowing. There's very little pruning, very little management. Now the thing about roses is they're one going to need good fertile soil. They're going to need good free draining soil. So if you can localise the conditions that that rose needs absolutely no issue with the gravel garden but make sure there's a nice bit of grit, nice bit of free draining material nice bit of organic material. Feed it you know the feeding regime for roses twice a year. Make sure to get their nutrients make sure it's free draining and there's no reason why it won't survive there. Text asking, is now an okay time to plant red robins in the garden to create a privacy hedge? What's red robin? Red robin is a, it's, it's used a lot as a hedging plant. Photinia frizzeri is the botanical name for it. It's, um, it's, used, it's starting to be used quite a lot as a hedging plant. You see it used a lot now around new developments, housing estates, apartment developments, stuff like that. It's an evergreen plant. It's got a reddish, uh, orangey tinge to its leaf. Structural plant, very kind of structural, very, very, um, very regimented, very, very upright and very structural kind of a plant. Not a very soft or flowing plant. And is now a good time to plant them? Absolutely. You can plant anything now. If, if, if it's containerized or potted, you can plant it any time of the year. If it's bare root, again, we're, we're, in, we're coming into the end of November, early December, we're into bare root planting season. Plants that are planted without any growing medium attached, it's just a fibrous root system. It's a very economical, very hassle-free way of planting in large volume. And if you're planting a red robin hedge, typically it's a long run of hedge. It's a linear run, could be hundreds of metres. There's going to be a lot of plants involved there. So bare root is a really good economical way to do that, you know. 
Quickly before I let you go, I have tried growing rosemary and thyme in my apartment a few times. I tend to put five to six seeds in a pot and then when I uh, they get good light, they do grow very well for a time, but eventually wilt and die. Do I need to put a single seed in a pot or put five to six seeds in there and then divide them over time? What am I doing wrong? I would, I would tend to get smaller pots. If you can go to your garden centre and get smaller, get cellular trays, mo- modular trays that have the individual module within the, within the tray or get what's called a P9 or a P10 pot. It's like a 90 centimetre or 100 centimetre pot. Very nice little, you know, um, smaller, easier to manage pot. You can need to control the potting mix in there. Make sure it's very free draining and don't overwater. I think a lot, a lot of the issue, people overwater, particularly with herbs. Herbs natural kind of range or natural requirements is a lot of strong sun very free draining because rosemary is sort of a desert thing isn't it it's Mediterranean yeah it's an arid plant so the last thing that wants is to be sitting in wet soggy compost so make sure your mix is very gritty and water it very very sparingly What do you do in relation to then pruning it is the taking of bits of it to use in cooking sufficient or do you have to actively prune rosemary in time Well rosemary um, I mean rosemary that's left in a bed and left to its own devices gets very leggy gets very unsafe tidy. So once a year you just need to get in there and prune out the old wood, the juvenile wood, last year's growth, anything that developed last year, cut that out of it, keep it in, keep it in shape, keep it curtailed and just keep it vigorous and vibrant and fresh and productive. Is there anything you can do, this is a personal question, to keep basil alive or is it designed to just die on you? Yeah, basil is hard work, isn't it? It's very, very susceptible to moisture, basil. Like, it, there seems to be a very a sweet spot that's very, very hard to find for what it likes in terms of moisture. It's either too dry or too wet. It, just water it sparingly, keep it out of direct sunlight, keep it away from heat sources, keep it in a fairly neutral position inside and just water sparingly. I lied. I have to ask one more. Recommendations for gardening presents as text. Any good, what do you give people? A shovel? Gardening presents. Um, gardening DIY. I mean, I'll tell you a great, a, great, a great idea for a present is to kick someone off on a collection of cordless tools. Cordless tools are the way to go. You know, so if you go down to Woody's or, or wherever you get your, 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 your bits and pieces, ranges like DeWalt, Bosch, right? Interchangeable batteries, cordless drills, hedge trimmers, jigsaws, circular saws. They all have the interchangeable batteries. Build up your collection. The same battery fits all. Great way to go. They're like a gateway drug, though. You get one 18-volt battery and oh, suddenly yeah. you're on a slippery slope. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. It's addictive. <laughs> Brian, thank you as always. That is Brian Burke, RT Super Garden judge and our own gardening expert. 53106 at a cost of 30 cents if you want to get in touch. You're 87 The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.